What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Airbuds Podcast. <laughs> welcome to the show. Oh shit. I'm hitting mics. I'm doing all types of stuff. Uh he is Jamel Johnson. That's Peter Moses. We are uh without our podcast dad tonight. Yeah, dad's out. <laughs> <laughs> it literally I know Benner's four years older than us, maybe. I don't know. That dude might be fifty-six. <laughs> he is uh such our father. Right? Yeah, but he's like, you know, it's like a good dad. A great dad. He's the best dad. Yeah, it's like sick. It's just like, even when like your cool dad is not here, you feel like you have to goof off. Yeah. Harder than before. Yeah. Dad, dad would let you have one beer. Right. You gotta have three beers. Yeah. Three beers and then be like, are we gonna get some more? Yeah. Who's getting the Smirnoff ice? Guys, welcome to the Airboats podcast. Um, thank you for being here. Wow. Um, Guys, check out uh, T Public, uh, Airbuds Podcast. Check out Patreon, Airbuds Pod, Airbuds Pod on all social media. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you for being here. Man. Happy motherfucking basketball to you, Jamel. Happy basketball to ye. My it's Lord. good. So we're it gonna, is good. We're here, round two. We're gonna do something on this podcast that we could not do if Mike was here for sure, because That's he would 100%. just make yeah. fun of us relentlessly yeah. but when you're not here you don't have a say yeah and i mean this was it's a worldwide event okay and the level of spoilers today was disrespectful people got way out of pocket but you know what we're gonna get in line people have been way more respectful for endgame i've not seen have you seen endgame yet yeah i saw it I gotta go. I can't believe it hasn't been spoiled for me yet. Dog, LaShawn McCoy was spoiling. I heard he was he was him and his kid were just riding around ruining the movie (laughs) for the whole country. Yeah, I feel real good about not following LaShawn McCoy. Jeez. Uh, But as Mike would say, this is a podcast about basketball. Mm -hmm. But uh, also today, this is just a podcast about uh, last night's or two nights ago's Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. We we are officially two nights removed from. The 84-minute extravaganza that was. Man. Like a dark movie? Yeah. That shit was a straight-up movie, dog. We're going to be talking about uh, the last Game of Thrones episode, the Battle of Winterfell. Winterfell? Winterfell. 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 The Battle of Winterfell. Uh, the yes. Long Night, I believe, is the name of the episode. So, spoiler, uh, if you want to, if you haven't watched it yet... Watch it and then come back, I guess. Yeah. Or if you don't give a shit, then just keep listening. Yeah. I'm not even going to try to ruin the whole thing, but no, we'll be discussing. We'll be speaking freely. We'll just be speaking in terms of some, some memes that have dropped, you know, so just know that going in and, and also know that we care about you and it's not personal what we're doing. Yeah. This is just something that, uh, we just want to, yeah, we just want to be a part of the conversation. Yeah. It brings us joy, you know, Yeah. human synergy. We're basic and we're fine with it. Yeah. 
Our whole shit is pumpkin spice. <laughs> Everything. That's just how we roll. Um, all right. So amazing tweet that we saw that uh, probably was uh, algorithmed into uh, your feed, if you're listening to this, was by Jay Nunez F7, who uh, gave out some end of the season awards, basketball awards to the Thrones characters last night. Yeah, their regular season just ended last night, I feel like. For it's sure. Uh, yeah. Um, so we're going to... Um, Talk, go over those awards, see how we feel about them. And then we're going to move on to actually the rest of the NBA award superlatives. Yeah, we've got awards for the entire everybody. Yeah, so we're going to just go through last night's Game of Thrones. And uh, yeah, Mike, sorry, man. This is just happening, bro. You don't have to apologize to him. He's not (laughs) listening to this at all. (laughs) That's 100% true. All right, they had finals MVP, Arya Stark. Sure. Seems Seems like an Iguodala. Sure. Oh, I would say the Iguodala in this situation would probably be Bran. Whoa. Just because, like, he kind of orchestrated everything. Oh, I see. Under, well, that's Draymond. Dude. Like, I guess he, that's Draymond. Well, Draymond's not going to be MVP. All right, they had Melisandre as the MVP. Which is debatable to me. How do you feel about that? I don't know, son. I mean, if anything, she might get finals MVP, dude. Yeah, I would almost swap those two. Yeah. Like, Melisandre, like, walked up to the whole army, first of all, lit all of the uh, swords on fire from the Dothraki, which was cool, but, like, listen, okay, just real quick. (laughs) This wasn't Jon Snow's worst battle plan, because also they won, and it was, like, kind of what he wanted to do. But just sending the Dothraki out into the darkness for no reason at all when you know they're coming to you was maybe his worst move in battle of all time. Yeah, that's the racism uh, of the North showing itself uh, subconsciously. Wow. Are you saying that the Dothraki were like uh, the Dothraki Mahershala in uh, True Detective when he was like out in Vietnam like doing the scouting? Yeah, all that, dude. They're fucking... Them kids, them cats, them fucking wildlings that they had in the castle with bow and arrows. That's fucking uh, who's the kid from the Giants? Dustin Johnson, Daryl Johnson, uh, uh, Ted uh, Johnstones, Dust uh, Daryl Jones, uh, uh, <laughs> Demetarv, uh, Johannes. What's this kid's name? What are you talking about? Daniel Jones. Oh. The kid who got drafted by the Giants who yes. fucking sucks. <laughs> but he got drafted by them because he's a tall white guy. That's and true. that's everybody who was in the fucking castle. They had the real riders out front. Yeah, that's all like uh, the phrase. Sucked. The fucking phrase. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing back hanging Trash out in the back of the castle? Get them in the front. Trash ass phrase. <laughs> Make every fray be the front. Yeah, they should be in the front. Uh, defensive player of the year. They uh, they went with Jorah Mormont. Um, how do you feel about that? It's not bad. It's not bad. Obviously, a finalist. I feel like you got to put Grey Worm in the conversation too, from a tactical mm-hmm. standpoint. Uh, the fact that he survived helps Melisandre light up the. Uh, the Ring of Fire. I mean, yeah, he got him there. But I mean, what about fucking one of the fucking dragons? Yes, Rhaegal. Yeah, Rhaegal's. Yeah, John's dragon. He was doing a ton of work. He was all over the field, 
It's making plays left and right. How many screensavers do you think in the world right now are the screenshot of the dragons up above the clouds? Everybody, every first off, <laughs> every person who has never had sex. <laughs> Every single person on earth who hasn't had sex yet has that. That was the best part of the episode. I wish they would have lit the rest of it like like a little bit, just a little bit brighter like that. Yeah, I was waiting for some fucking the fucking DreamWorks music to start playing. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> right? Is that the... <laughs> yeah. No, this is good content. Uh, this is solid content. All right, rookie of the year, Liana Mormont. I mean, that's a easy, obviously, sure. But she's. I mean, that's the only debate I would have there is she's not a rookie. She's been around. She's been calling shots. Give me Podrick, maybe there. Strong, 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 strong rookie showing. I like that too because the angle is like she's better than this award. Yeah, exactly. Like. You could put her in the conversation for sixth man. Sixth man, community because assist. She is like basically the reason Jon Snow is where he is. Put uh, him up, backed him. I like that. Podrick is a great one. First time out. Strong. Who's he been fighting? Very strong. Yeah, he's literally been in training. Just with a big ass dick walking around. Hell yeah. Um, most improved player he gave to, or they gave to Daenerys. I don't feel good about that. Incorrect. I'm going to go Theon Greyjoy. Absolutely. I agree. 100% Theon Greyjoy. Come on, dude. Come on, dude. He's fighting through so much adversity. Yeah. Everyone hates him. He doesn't. Does no, not have, no privates. No PP. Zilch on the, on the downstairs. His bathing suit area, gone. And you know what? He murdered a ton of dead dudes. He did a great job. He yeah. finally just had an awesome fighting time and then knew that he had to run... Basically to his death. Um, and he used to be a piece of shit up until like two weeks ago. Great turnaround. Easily. Uh, they give six man of the year to Grey Worm. I don't. I'm fine with that. I don't know. Who are you feeling for six man? I mean, yeah, you said Liana. That's a good one. I like that one. Six Ooh, I got a good one for uh, six man. Uh, the dude running around with the hound and Arya. Oh yeah, of course, dude. Uh, Flame sword, dude. Eric uh, von Selmir. No, that's uh, or Dundarian. Yeah, Dundarian. Eric so, Dundarian. Yeah, Dundarians. That dude. He is. He's the Lou Williams of that world. He's like, this is the thing I do. I walk around and I talk about death coming, and we still have to fight all the time. And I just play out I my just last thing, it. and I did it, and now I'm gone. Yeah. I'm Lou Williams, and I'm going to create space and score 22 to 32 points every night. He was creating big space. He could light his own sword up. Uh, Goat, they just have Jon Snow. Which, come on. What are we talking about? Sure, I guess. It feels limited in scope. It feels forced. Yeah. Jay Nunez, F7. It feels forced like this podcast topic feels forced. Yeah, don't force it, dude. Let it happen. He'll get we his got time. three episodes, bro. That Jesus, is very man. presumptuous. A little early. They gave John was a decoy. John was a decoy. John was Steph. Arya was KD today. Arya was KD today. Really, I feel like the biggest comp for all of this is Dame is Arya. 
I mean, yeah. I feel like that's, but Katie is great too. It's like a very solid, just like. Just, you know, there's a lot of gr- a great shot making between the two of them. I agree with uh, both stances. All right. Well, that, that's uh, the picks that you can find for free on the Twitter.com. What you can't get for free is uh, the rest of the awards that we're going to do right now. Jamel, yes. who do you have for executive of the year? Cersei Lannister. Wow. Cersei Lannister is that's Danny great. Ainge. That's fantastic. Come on, dude. She's just sitting back. She didn't do anything. I would say if it was the whole series, I would have to give it to uh, Tywin. Yeah. It's just kind of like an all-timer. Like definitely. he is the Spurs organization, basically. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, if we're talking this season right now, Cersei's got all the pieces. Top exec, yeah. Just been hoarding picks. And there should have been one scene of her asleep with <laughs> with Euron jerking off, like off to the side. I feel like an honorable mention you could give to Sansa. But that's more like a futures bet than anything else. Well, she she was last year's executive that's, of the year. That's fair. For sure. Uh, executive of the year, I could you could also have, if she wasn't MVP, you could just do Melisandre for all of like how long she's just been kind of dropping dropping darts. Yeah. Like a lot of, uh, what do we say, to the face of death, you know, calling back to season season one deep cuts. That was good stuff. Uh, sportsmanship award, the NBA sportsmanship award, which is basically just the award that you get if you yell at the refs the least. Mm. Just like if you were like a nice guy. Got people last uh, recent winners of this award were Kemba Walker, Kemba Walker again, <laughs> Kemba Walker another time. Who do you have for sportsmanship award? The sportsman of the year. I'm going to go, I'll, I'll, I'll start. Okay. I'm going to go with Grey Worm. All right. He, like, even if he is a free man who, like, rubs his Ken doll body on the very nice lady, he still, like, is super loyal and takes directions and is, like, the ultimate team dude. Yeah, yeah. He went down for the ship. He will never yell at a ref. Yeah. He will, like, put out for the charge, get the block, and just, like, stand up and just walk away. Just deal, take it. Yeah, just refuses. I'll take that. I, I don't have a, a dispute there. Teammate of the year I mean, is Sam. Yeah, teammate Sometime. of the year is Sam. I mean, he's just there. Yeah. He has no business being there. Yeah. But he's just giving high fives. And the teammate of the year award is the award you give to like a guy who's past his prime, but everyone still like enjoys. Yeah, which is, this is a little bit different situation, but we're also talking about a fantasy television show with dragons and incest. Sure. I would say maybe you could also honorable mention like Varys and uh, and Dinklage in there too. Yeah, Dinks ain't bad. Dinks ain't bad. Uh, all NBA rookie team. See, I don't even know if we have enough rookies. The only two I could think of were Liliana and uh, the Umber kid who got uh, blasted on the wall. Oh, yeah. The dead dude. It was like in the middle of the spiral. Oh shit! Yeah, he's he's one. Uh, he fucking tried. the Baratheons uh, people. Who's your man? Oh, Gendry. Yeah, Gendry. Nice. I, he is he's a, rook. a rook. That's definitely a ooh. That's great call, man. He definitely is a rook. Ginger rook. I mean, but he was in the last. Like he just he got called up at the end of last year on like a ten day. Nice. But I think full season. He's it's like a Ben Simmons kind of situation. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, foot injury. Yeah, yeah. Leeches. Came around. Hell yeah. Got sucked off. <laughs> came back around. Uh, next. Yeah, he really buried the lead with Arya about like how much fucking he did with her. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I mean, he, he picked right. She turned to she turned to ash. Uh, NBA All Defensive Team. NBA All Defensive Team. Well, Jorah's on there. Obviously, Jorah. Ragar, Ragu, 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 Ragu. Um, I'm gonna say Torment. I mean, yeah, he's just he's just scooping everything. He's Torment just, is just lived through every battle. Uh, the best. And uh, Bam, Bambrick, Bear, uh, Dar, Dar, Darians, bring him back. Dundar Dares? Yeah, he's he's a defender of the of the year. Also, I feel like the Hound really got his defensive game going late. I mean, yeah, but I'm actually not. I'm going to leave him off. Okay. I'm going to leave him off for bitching up. I got one more. What's We've up? already mentioned him. Theon Greyjoy. Yeah. Has to be on there. Has to be considered anchoring. Probably took out 50 zombies. Just hanging out. Yeah. And took a shot at the king. Literally. Yeah. Took a shot at the like at the top of the mountain. He went straight for it. Um, coach of the year, I'm, I don't know if that's coming up, but uh, got to say Bran. Wow. That's a great call. Brandon Stark, coach of the year. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I feel like you obviously know he's not going to win. But if this were like a Zach Lowe podcast, you would have some like thing about talking about defying analytics. Like Jon Snow has won every battle, basically. Mm-hmm. So you at least have to mention him. But he's not. He shouldn't be good at it. But yeah, I think Bran. I like that. You can also put Melisandre in there again. Some great plays being called by some real spooky autistic people. Even though he lost too, I'd also actually put like runner up as the night King. Like, I mean, other than like a really like athletic 18 year old girl, you got this thing. Fucking night King. Right. I like to imagine the night King is like Stan Van Gundy. (laughs) Like when no one's around, when it's just like the dead folks and stuff. Cause he puts on the good face. It's like stone face when we're coming out. Beginning of the game, but like, end of the game, he's like in the huddle, unraveled. I really wanted the episode to end with him looking at Bran and then just going, hello. If he turned and he went, hello, I would have shit. I would have shit on my friend's floor. Hello. No. He's hey, buddy. He's a clown. They did have one shot last night where he just looked very real. Like, it was just like, they just had those real good-looking prosthetics. Yeah. I was like, nice. Good for you guys. I mean, dude, they take, they're taking a human man, <laughs> and they're covering him in car paint for just hours on end. A buddy of mine in college, who will remain nameless, one time smeared a bunch of like I don't know grease or something on his body mm-hmm. for some Shakespeare things he had to be dirty Christ and then he like ended up like painting his whole chest to, to be funny or something not but funny it, but, dude. He, but he didn't wash it off and went skiing the funniest part 
and almost uh, died because his body couldn't breathe because he was covered in paint. <laughs> what? Yeah. He covered his pores in polyurethane. Yeah, he's a dummy. I mean, great guy. I love him. Yeah. But amazing guy. Yeah. Also, don't don't make yourself dirty. That's would the moral run, lesson. Would run through a brick wall for you, <laughs> especially if you didn't ask. Right. In fact, he would ask you after. All right. We got distracted. Last award. Jamel, it is the award, the NBA Cares Community Assist Award, presented by Kaiser Permanente. Who was the winner of the NBA Cares Community Assist Award in Game of Thrones? This one was tough. This is a very tough. This, this, this was previously won by Marjorie. Holding it down. Uh, I'm going to go with Tyrion. Yeah, that was my vote as well. Even if he doesn't do a good job, you, you could say Varys too, but Tyrion just has had more like on the front lines like experience. He's doing the best he can. He started the Book It program in Marine. He got the kids reading books for personal pan pizzas. People like to forget that. People like to forget that he brought that there. Did a did a a, a toy drive in Slavers Bay? That yeah, was nice. Man, that was good for that was good for everybody. It felt good. It was good to see. All right, good for you, bro. Um, all right, so that's our superlatives about Game of Thrones. We did it. Uh, watch the episode or don't. <laughs> Come on, man, get with us, man. Whoever made that fucking Night King crying Jordan meme needs to be removed from the country. Wow, that was incorrect, dude. That was wrong, dude. And yeah, we're making this podcast. Yeah. But nothing we say, it makes any fucking sense. Yeah, you can't hold us to any of this. This was Jesus 20 minutes of nonsense. Christ, bro. It was fun nonsense. None of this shit is uh, held in any esteem. Um, God, I really hope Mike doesn't listen to this. Uh, I mean, he will. He's, all right. I, well, I, okay, I'll apologize this time. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I'm actually pretty sorry. So, in spite of everything you just heard for the last 20 minutes, uh, round two is happening. We've got mm. Rockets up, or Rockets down, one nothing. Uh, Talk to me, dog. Officials. Are they, gonna do, are, they gonna, are they going to give him the calls? Since when is Clay Thompson undercutting guys? It's pretty bad. Because you can't even do that to him. Um, listen, as someone who has watched the Warriors intently in the finals for four years in a row, they get so many calls and the Rockets just made a fucking nerdy term paper about it. So you can shit on them, but like it is what it feels like. The only problem with what the Rockets did that I have is that the ones at the end weren't fouls. Like they were trying to kick the legs out further and that just wasn't the right way to go about it. Like the whole NBA, they're, all like suffering from boy who cried wolf syndrome because they are some of the worst. So, I mean, they're not as bad. I mean, the Warriors are fucking terrible. I feel like it'll be a part of their legacy about like they won three or four championships and also complained to the refs ushered in an age of complaining to the refs. Although LeBron does it too. It's just out of everybody gets in a ref's face. It's just enough, man. It's just, I don't know the position that they're in. It just feels unnatural. It's because the the goal of the game is to like put the refs in a shitty position. It feels like more so than it is to put the ball in the basket, which yeah. is fucking boring. I don't want that shit. 
Yeah, it feels like they're fucking like they want to be Cobra Kai or some shit. Yeah. Okay, you want to do Cobra Kai superlatives? <laughs> I don't I can't. Yeah, I don't know I if I got that. the time. Uh Nuggets Blazers, that just ended. Look, man, Blake Blazers in game two. That's what I'm gonna say. Hell yeah. They they they, they gotta get adjusted to the mountains. Yeah, man. And play Zach Collins. They was in the mountains. You want more Zach Collins? Yes. Okay. I want more Zach Collins and less Evan Turner. I mean, what choice do they have? Go bigger. Go bigger at the four spot. You can. I mean, I don't know if they can. Yeah, yeah put not? Zach Collins. Collins and Cantor. Yeah. It was just one of those games, too, where you're like, all right, this is the bad Harkless and Amino. They either play well together. I feel like they're like a freaking frack. They're good or they're bad. And they were just total trash in this game. And also, like, Jokic and Murray both went the fuck off, but... I don't know if that's going to happen again. Going to need to see more from CJ. This is a CJ McCollum. This is his time to step up and be that dude. He seemed like his jumper. He had it going early, but they ended up losing whatever. But, hey, if they split, it's on. It's on. Just like it's on in Toronto and Philadelphia after a tushy whooping in the first game. Just say tushy to me? Hell yeah, dude. Okay. A tush whoop. Whoop. A nice hiney, hiney, hiney clonk. Uh, whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah, it's all tied up. Old Mikey B is probably dancing somewhere. Yeah, on the ceiling. Hey, yeah, he is. So that's why he's not here right now. He flew to Philly to eat horse manure. Again, we need to shout out Jared Dudley for like winding up the Ben Simmons that we all wanted to see. This is true. And we should I mean, show the man some respect. Kawhi is unstoppable, but uh, what they did, what they did was they got Jimothy Buckets. Up and running. Yeah, we really did. And that was the key, because Embiid was not it. I mean, aside from one spin move at the end, my dude had nothing. And they've proven that they can win without him. And sometimes you're just like, man, should you just sit him? Like they were dude has to stop eating fucking McDoubles, man. Until Greg Monroe twisted his ankle, like he was serviceable. This dude is eating fucking hot caramel strawberry Sundays Embiid? before games. Embiid? Yeah. He's 23, right? I mean, I guess. <laughs> he's he's I mean, look, 23 going on 64 years old. That dude, once he heard about the two for five Whoppers. I bet he starts eating the impossible Whopper. Well, good for him, I guess. I'm not saying don't eat real Whoppers, just not before the game, man. That's all I'm saying. Embiid gives me the impression that he's eating cheeseburgers before every game, like fucking uh, what's his face from Popeye? Who's the big dude? You see the not Popeye, yeah, and not olive oil. Uh, his man's other Popeye, yeah, fuck face. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that series is uh, how are you feeling about that going forward? I feel like it's gonna be a seven game series. I feel like all of this shit is going to seven. Right? Who's going to take over? I'd say the least possible well, right now after one game of going to seven seems like Boston-Milwaukee. Yeah. that has Honestly, that has the least chance of going to seven. Boston, uh, ooh, Al Horford showing his value yet again. I hate that guy so fucking much. Shout out to my brother who was like, the Bucks should have clearly traded for Tristan Thompson because he is the Al Horford just destroyer. He's the only guy who can go at him. 
That was the key. That was the sneaky key with LeBron against those Boston teams was Tristan Thompson before his body just completely fell apart. Before he was ripped apart yeah. by his uh, decisions of infidelity and his association with the Kardashians. Of course. Um, yeah, he was like, you could just frustrate him enough because he could stay with him all over the place. But if you don't have someone who can stay out there on the pick and pop, now that he's shooting threes too, the Kyrie Horford pick and like, what are you doing? I mean, you got to. And Hayward's back back. He's back back. So I- I'm interested to see how Milwaukee responds. Jalen Brown was looking pretty good too. I don't want to be in a situation where I'm rooting for Boston. I would never. I just know it's possible. Maybe put Giannis on Horford. Yeah, they just. Yeah, they got to figure out what to do because they just pack the paint really hard, and Giannis is we, still, you know. We got to get Tony Snell's ass involved. Giannis right now is in the LeBron years, right before he went to Miami. Uh, you know what I mean? Where he's like, he's 24 or he's like, it's almost like he's fighting Detroit right now in LeBron's career. Mm. Like he's like, there are high expectations on him. They kind of outperformed where they should be. But Boston's a fucking crafty veteran team. And Kyrie's looking good. And Dan Gilbert traded him for a draft pick. Yeah. If Hayward's going to be doing that, they're in trouble. Yeah, that's yeah, we're all in trouble. Bottom line there. So, yeah, uh, that's a quick wrap-up about actual basketball. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's it, Jamel, right? I, I mean, look. Anything else you want to talk about? Well, give me your, give me some straight-up predictions, you fucking oh. coward. Well, as we've discussed many times on this podcast, nothing matters. You can say anything you want. Yeah, uh, be wrong. Feel free to be wrong here. I'm going to say Celtics in six. Whoa. That's what I'm going to say. I'd, listen, I completely overreacted to the Nets game and the Magic game, but that felt like a real butt whooping. Yeah. Like a real, real butt whooping. Maybe they'll have some problems with Aaron Baines and his ankle, possibly, but. Not, none of that shit matters in Boston. It's very hard to win in Boston. It's tough to win in Boston. In Milwaukee. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Boston in six, and I'm going to say. Uh, I'm going to say Toronto in seven. Oh. Oh, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. And then we'll have great different predictions uh, next week for our special podcast. Yes, of course. Completely I, different. How do you feel about those two series? Um, I gave you Boston in six and I give you Toronto in seven. Dude. Yeah. Why not? That's how I it think, feels after. I think Marcus has got more. I think Marcus has got more for him. And Embiid is still hurt. It's just like yeah. dragging himself through. He had twelve points. Yeah, it was a massive bucket at the end. I'm not giving. I'm not going to act like he Me. didn't do a huge thing for his basketball team. An MVP caliber play. All of the Philly guys played well, but they still don't play together. It feels that's like I know that's a weird thing to say. Yeah, they got. Uh, I don't know. All right, man, Jimmy Butler's fucking three pointer makes me very frustrated. But I knew he needed to win, or he needed to like. Have a big game for them to win game two. Like, it wasn't going to happen if he didn't sure. be the one with 30. We'll see what happens in Philly. How do you feel about the West? Give me your prediction for the Warriors and the Houstons. <sighs> Give me Warriors in seven. Warriors in seven. Wow. Unfortunate. I'm going to say Warriors in six. Mm. All right. You're going to say they're putting it to bed. 
I'm just trying to reverse jinx them, I think. I mean, who win game two then? See, I know everyone's like Houston played well and should have taken that one. But I don't know, man. Houston did not hit a lot of threes. And they did get fucked on some calls. So they could play better, man. And you Capella know, can play better. Capella wasn't doing shit. And, like, they really did a good job. I think they limited him to 104 points. And you're right. It was in the margin of shitty calls, regardless of all the hoopla. Uh, but I'm still going to take Warriors in six because I want to reverse jinx them. And I don't care what any what anybody says. All right. You believe in a reverse jinx. Hell I yeah, I do. Uh, who do you got for Portland? The small Portland. Versus the Joker. What I saw tonight was not promising, but the series still has to go to Portland. I mean, I want to believe Portland in six. Hell yeah. We're going the same way, baby. I want to believe. This is just. I want to ride the Dame train. America wants to get behind Portland. I want to I want to ride the Dame train all the way to hell. I've gotten mech- many texts from people. Who were like still discovering this Portland team somehow and how much Bombs fun they had to root away, for. baby. Screaming it out of my fucking moon roof. Hell yeah. Bombs away. Dog, he changed everything. Took Russell. We haven't even done a pod since that happened. That's true. But I forget, you know? You forget. Uh, yeah, I wonder you why. You lose track. How do you lose track of things? I don't know. How do you forget things? We'll never know. Jamel could be hitting a bowl or slurping down pasta. Maybe both of them at the same time. Ooh, al dente, baby. Yeah, that was Dame's moment. Dame is Arya Stark. Yeah. That was beautiful. And you know how I'm feeling about I'm feeling good about Portland and Six, and that can tie together. First of all, we all deserve that moment. That was yes. an amazing time. And that'll be that'll stick with him forever, and he deserves it. Um, he also did a, a very uh, LeBron move that you're familiar with, where you just do something on the basketball court that puts the other team's entire organization into an existential crisis. Yes. That is a very, like, I am a next-level player move. I was a child, and I almost imploded. Yeah. I mean, I was at those games on the other side, and boy, was it fun to watch him break your heart into a million pieces. It, uh, it felt unreal. I felt like they were, like, at least two baseline driving layups for wins. Uh, many, it many years felt ago. like actual God smited us. <laughs> Those were some of the best moments of my life. Yeah. Uh, I'm very sorry. Uh, yeah, no, he's uh, he's the man. And he played well, but as you were saying before, CJ didn't play well. And uh, uh, just they got to figure out a new rotation and get it together, man. Because what's actually going to happen is Denver in seven. Give me Zach Collins. Da, 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 da. No, wanna, you still got to give me Jamal Murray in four games where he's going to help win four games. I don't know how I feel about Jamal Murray on the road. His bravado is very, he's like, he's like little Chris from Friday. That is one of your favorite polls. I always say a little Chris. <laughs> I always, every four you've, months. You've deemed a lot of people in the NBA little Chris. You know what? You know what? <laughs> Today is the day I announce it. The official Jamel Johnson Lil Chris Award 2019 <laughs> is going to Jamal Murray. All right. And I think he that... doesn't pull any of that bullshit on the road. <laughs> yeah, he does talk a lot of shit. And uh, he's bad on the road, too. That also. Uh, Lil Chris, help. dude. All right, Jamel. 
Anything you want to plug? Um, what do you got going on this week? I mean, a bunch of stuff, dude. Just whenever, man. Get at me, dude. Uh, Broccoli House on Instagram and broccolihouse.com. Got shows. We got shows on shows on shows on shows. Tonight is a thing that you probably won't be at, but uh, downtown. My fiance will be there. Yeah. Your lady is on the program. Yeah. That's a great lineup. Yeah, it's going to be good. We got Wardell. We got Greg Edwards. We got former guests on the pod. We got friends of the family. We got mob (laughs) ties. We got made men. You know what? That place has fantastic. Oh, man. I'm apologizing for anyone else in any other part of the country before I finish this sentence. That place has amazing cauliflower crust pizza. People like to hear shit like this that they can never be at. All right. Then I won't apologize for it. Yeah. There's a cauliflower crust pizza uh, at the spot where you host Trap Mike. Yes. Trap Uh, Mike 1, also known as Mike Trap 6. Connected to the Terragram? Regent. The Regent. That's what it is. I am a Terragram. You are the Terragram of the Regent. (sighs) We're tearing up a gram. Jamel. (laughs) Wow. All right. So follow him at Broccoli House. Uh, for me, you can do whatever you want. I don't care. Mixtape. Yeah. Uh, good mixtape lineup. Yeah. Uh, Tell him. In a couple weeks. Uh, as mentioned previously, Brandon Wardell, uh, Deborah DiGiovanni, Steph Tolev, Ahmed Weinberg, uh, some other people. That's a good one. Mixtape at the Virgil. You can get tickets if you live in L.A. Or you know what? If you don't live in L.A. and you're just a friend of the pod... Just buy a fucking ticket, man. It's five bucks. Um, yeah, support the gang. If you're a Patreon and you buy one, Jamel will send you something else. Or I've got some cards that I think we're giving away, too. I've got more stuff, too. I still... Who wants the... Um, I have a... Do people want this? I have an uh, Atlanta Hawks uh, keychain. It's the owner's box pass from a regular season game this year. Is that like a thing that people want? It would be a good keychain if you took the pat the pass off. So give us a call one eight hundred five 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 Airbuds and uh, let us know if you want the keychain. Yeah. No, dude, send that shit to somebody. I started sending out jerseys too. I sent out a couple this week. Guys, the Patreon is popping. Jamel is literally sending you stuff from his closet. Yeah. One of the most just, refined sports uh, wear closets anywhere in the country. And I'm really trying to keep it regional specific because I don't know any of y'all's like real feelings. So if you end up getting a jersey and you're like, oh, man, I hate this team, uh, you know, come come fight me. Everything else uh, at Airboats Pod on social media. Uh, some great tweeting going on by uh, our podcast daddy. Mm-hmm. Um Really doing the Lord's work out there. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with a special episode. And uh, happy basketball. Yeah, and if you haven't watched Thrones yet and you subscribe to the Patreon and you need HBO, if you are for some reason, (laughs) if you are for some reason some sort of fucking insane idiot person who knows what Patreon is and knows how to use it, but you also don't have an HBO login... Get at me. I got you. That person does not exist. That person does not exist. Because if they did, I would be irate. (laughs) All right. Peace.